0: every friday it's our last episode of the week our friends at the dairy queens of northwest edmonton and sherwood park that's palisades and Mayo, newcastle Westmount, and baseline road give us a chance to blow off a little steam we issue the invitation to you to bring the heat we're looking for your hot takes we want to hear them these are all real emails sent to talk at ryan it's the flamethrower presented by the dqs of northwest edmonton and sherwood park this and all Justin Trudeau edition of The Flamethrower. This one from Jake who says when the Prime Minister talked about division and anger, Ryan, why the hell didn't you push back on him? He's on video admitting to dividing Canadians to win the 2019 and 2021 elections. His entire reign has been about division and catering to the left. Anyway, I'm sure you needed a shower after that. I know I did. So much bullshit was spewed. That from JR. What about this one from Sam, who says, Jess, well, my family's worked in the oil sands for three generations. Uh, the oldest one happily retired with an amazing pension and benefits. The middle one's earning high salaries, great benefits, and the younger's earning much less in terms of salary and benefits compared to the older two. Plus, they have to deal with the continual rise of automation in heavy equipment. Justin Trudeau was correct. The industry does not have workers' backs. I've watched Suncor layoff workers while at the same time taking delivery of a $75 million Bombardier product. Private jet. We have been fooled by right-wing politicians. They're not in the business of supporting Alberta workers. That from Sam. What about this from Jennifer who says, Wow, articulate, passionate, nicely surprised now invite Pierre Poliev, who just announced he doesn't want trans women in bathrooms or on sports teams. What's Pierre's climate policy? What's Pierre's replacement for the carbon tax? Seriously, I want to know more. I'm only seeing the batshit crazy stuff about Poliev. That from Jennifer. We'll tell you, we got an invite in with his team. We're hoping he'll do the show. This from Albert, who says, you know, the reason that that Atlantic carve-out, Ryan, you called it a debacle talking to the Prime Minister? Well, that was just because the new fees. Are we allowed to say new fees? He said the new fees Not- just switched to the federal carbon plan and they didn't have any time to affect the changes like heat pumps. This is a tempest in a teapot, Jesperson. Canada's carbon tax is working and emissions are dropping. Scrapping the tax won't even balance the budget. It definitely won't help lower income Canadians. It won't help fight climate change and it would be an overall negative. Now all that said, what's most frustrating is time and again and again and again you, Ryan, will not say, so what are you replacing it with? Is that better? back up Ryan and do your listeners right that from Albert. What about this one from Catalina who says, geez, Ryan, after reading the comments on your interview with Justin Trudeau, I thought I'd contribute my two cents. People complained you were too easy on him that you didn't cut him off to insert a counterpoint. The funny thing is I thought the same thing about your interviews with Danielle Smith and David Parker. Now, I've followed your career for years. Thank you, Catalina. says, I've observed your interviewing style. You ask questions, you give the person a long runway to flesh out their ideas. That's indicative of an inquisitive interviewer who truly wants to hear what the interviewee has to say. So many interviewers the these days take on a combative style. The approach is not designed to go deep into conversation. It's ego-driven. It places the spotlight on the question asker, not the answerer. It's designed to inflame and glean sensational sound bites. To the people in your audience who accuse you of being a liberal shill, after the Trudeau spot, I will say we on the left, says Catalina, felt that you were sucking up to Danielle Smith and gave David Parker an undeserved platform. Ryan's not painting pictures, everybody. He's providing the canvas. We are talking about myself in the third person. Goes on to say the <laughs> person interviewing fills the canvas with their policies beliefs points of views and he leaves it up to us to judge the portrait that the interviewee has painted Ryan trust this audience to draw its own conclusions about what the interviewee has said the podcast is not designed to spoon feed listeners warm and comforting pablum which many programs in echo chambers do Ryan if half your audience is pissed off at any given time that means you're doing a great fucking job That from Catalina thanks for that and this one from Dwayne who says, Jespo, I've been a fan since the 6.30 Ched days, occasionally tuning in to catch up on your new show, but I've had it with the relentless flip-flopping charlatan of your recurring guest, Charles Adler, who seamlessly altered his tune to align with the political zeitgeist. The zenith of my disillusionment came after witnessing his Twitter post in response to your Trudeau interview. What possible grievance could I hold against dear old Grandpa Chuck, you wonder? Your podcast crony delightfully extolled the Prime Minister, praising his intelligence and passion but I vividly remember Adler years ago portraying Justin Trudeau as an imbecile as an out of touch passionless, born with a silver spoon, you know, back when he was Jason Kenney's little pug. Now he's perched on his left-wing high horse, disdainfully peering down at Conservatives, relishing any chance to disparage Pierre Poliev. Adler practically penned the current Conservative playbook word for word with his old rhetoric. I'm fascinated by this convenient shift in his narrative regarding Ottawa's attacks on Alberta, a discourse he conveniently a- abandoned when expedient. Old Uncle Chuck fancied shedding his skin, slithering into bed with the left aiming for mainstream media commentator spots to sip from the liberal media milk and honey cup. You can discern where that endeavor landed. Thank God for real talk, says Dwayne. Now, while your listeners, both left-leaning and otherwise, may remain blissfully unaware of this history, peddling George Bush's lies that birthed the Iraq War, let's not forget how the conservatives he mocks are the very ones he once championed. Adler talks about this all the time. Back to Dwayne, he says, so Ryan, I don't harbor animosity toward the man, but I discern through his Machiavellian maneuvers Attempting to position himself Where the monetary currents flow Alas, his bid for credibility Has crumbled Everyone's entitled to their opinions And political choices But when shaping narratives Responsibility is imperative I can't help but wonder When the next season of Skin shedding Awaits dear old Uncle Chuck Jeez That's from Dwayne We'll give Charles a chance to respond coming up when he joins us on Monday. The Flamethrower presented by the DQs of Northwest Edmonton and Sherwood Parker. All real emails from you, real talkers, to talk at RyanJesperson.com. Coming up on next week's show, we got a whole bunch in store for you, including a sit-down with the 4th candidate for the Alberta ndp leadership that's right she hasn't announced it yet but on wednesday of next week you'll find jody callahoo stonehouse right here in the real talk studio in the meantime have a great weekend and keep it real